Welcome to Voice Power, the podcast all about bringing the power of voice for your business or personal needs. With 94 projects under his belt, your expert on voiceovers, Earl Thomas, the voice. Welcome to Voice Power. I'm happy to have your company today. On Episode 9, Success Through Depression, I introduced you to my stand-up comedy instructor, David Grenier. Today, he's my very special guest on Episode 14. David is a counselor and stand-up comedian who experiences depression. Hopefully, in Episode 9, you clicked on his stand-up in the show notes and enjoyed his comedic genius. David is a recipient of the Champion of Mental Health Award. These national awards recognize individuals who have made outstanding contributions to the advancement of mental health in Canada. David also received a Life Unlimited Award from the Depression Bipolar Support Alliance. The award honors individuals who exemplify a life unlimited by depression or bipolar disorder, actively working to help others do the same. He also received the Welcome Back Award from the National Council for Behavioral Health for his work using comedy to destigmatize mental illness. David's heart to help others who go through mental health issues is demonstrated by his teaching stand-up comedy to people with mental health issues as a way of building confidence and fighting public stigma. He is the president of Stand Up for Mental Health in Vancouver, British Columbia. David directs Stand Up for Mental Health programs in partnership with mental health organizations in over 35 cities in Canada, the U.S., and Australia. SMH is featured in the award-winning Australian documentary, Crack Up. He earned these many achievements, and he is a man of humility, love, great warmth, and kindness along with a great sense of humor. Welcome, David. How are you doing today? Good. Looking forward to this interview. Yeah. Welcome to Voice Power. At Voice Power, we're here about the power of the voice, and you have power in your voice with comedy, and I have with voiceover. Look at all the uh, interesting things about comedy and mental health. What came first, experiencing depression or being a comedian? Uh, my depression began when I was about 16 or 17. So yes, that definitely came first. I didn't start to be a comic until my 30s. Now, SMH, Stand Up for Mental Health, it's in its 17th year. Has yeah, SMH, yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Has SMH growth surprised you? Something, when I started it out, I really didn't have any expectations. Um, so I don't know if it surprised me, but it certainly gratified me. Yeah. It's grown uh, to 35 Canadian cities and in the U S actually, um, yeah. actually it's 50 cities in Canada, the U S and Australia in partnership with mental health organizations in those cities. So it's grown since you've done your uh, LinkedIn profile. Oh, I, I guess it has. Yeah. Now, how did it grow so far and wide? It was really 
kind of a fluke. So um, we did the first group um, in t- 2004. People just in other Canadian cities just started to find out about it and get in touch with me. And in 2005, CBC did this really great documentary on us called Cracking Up. And that opened a lot of doors because I would send it out to organizations and they would see it and go, oh, you know, wow, that's great. We, we got to get this, you know, we got to get this happening in our city. So that was a, a big reason that it, it expanded. Right. And Cracking Up went to Australia too, didn't it? That, that documentary? Actually, there was a documentary called Cracking Up done by the CBC and a documentary in Australia done uh, called Crack Up done by ABC, the Australian Broadcasting Corporation. You really get around. Did, did you do a lot of like marketing to make it go? They heard about you, but how did they hear about you? I would say at the beginning, a lot of it was word of mouth. I mean, yes, I have done marketing over the years, but not so much. Like I don't do cold calls or sit down and stuff. I've tried that before and it just doesn't work for me. But I do, um, I do try and keep in touch with people. Um, I occasionally... Um, you know, I have a mailing list and I occasionally send out stuff or I give away free copies of the documentary, things like that. David, what is it about comedy that is so healing for mental health concerns or, or any type of concern? Well, I think what it is, just several things. First of all, when someone comes into my class, I don't see someone with depression or schizophrenia or bipolar. I just see a comic. And I treat them exactly like I would any other comic. What that means is, you know, they'll come in and say, oh, you know, five years ago, I had a psychotic break and I thought I was Jesus and I maxed out my credit cards. And as a counselor, because I'm, I'm a counselor as well, I'm supposed to say, oh, gee, that sounds traumatic. Let's talk about your feelings. But as a comic, I'm like, whoa, that sounds hilarious. And all of a sudden, all that bad stuff that people have gone through that they've been ashamed of just becomes great comedy material. So it, it's, it's what we call a cognitive shift. So all of a sudden, people can't wait to talk about it, whereas they've often been suppressing it and, and having it you know, be like dirty, dark little secrets. And I think there's something really therapeutic about that, as well as I think once you've made a room full, like a club full of people laugh, I think you can do anything. I, you know, you can get a job, you can go back to school, whatever. So I think it's just great uh, for people's confidence also. I agree because going to the grad at Yuck Yucks and we had the, the, uh, the debut, but that room full of people with all those bright lights. And the other night, actually, I turned on my YouTube channel and I watched my grad and I was laughing. (laughs) Now, uh, what I'm wondering, too, you've done a lot of stand-up comedy. Have you ever bombed on stage? Yep. Um, Not a lot, but I've bombed. Um, It's not a great experience. You know, what do I say? You just, I just pick myself up and I keep going, um, you know, to the next show. And sometimes after I've had a bad show or I've bombed, it's like I do another show as I try and do another show as soon as possible just to get my confidence back. That's a lot like baseball because I know what I've heard on watching uh, the Blue Jays. If a uh, relief pitcher has really done badly, uh, Charlie Montoya wants to get him out the next time as soon as possible because he needs him. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. Did you actually recover on stage? Uh, do a like you did something to recover, and then afterwards you did something to recover as well. Uh, I'm not sure what you mean by that question. Well, you you, you bomb on stage. Like Johnny Carson uh, was known for when he bombed, he was his, at his best. He just he said something, and the the place was cracking up. Well, apparently what I heard, I don't know if it's true, but that I heard that they would actually put jokes in his monologue that they knew were not going to work because he was so good. His recovery material was so good. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I, I try and recover in the sense of what I, you know, I call it bomb proofing. But what I find is that when a joke doesn't work, sometimes, you know, if you acknowledge to the audience that you know that they know the joke didn't work, that can get a really big laugh. And the line you use actually doesn't need to be that funny. It's just funny that you're acknowledging, you're saying, whoa, you know, that one really bombed. So uh, yeah, I, I, I try and do that when a joke doesn't work. Well, I remember the Carnegie Center and you, you didn't bomb there, but the crowd was so hard. They didn't... Yeah, they were, they were quiet, <laughs> weren't they? Yeah, but, but you, because of your experience, you had other stuff you brought in and they were yeah. laughing. Meanwhile, we're sitting back there. Oh, do we go up there now? <laughs> no. Don't forget yeah. that at all. Yeah. Now, what is your greatest stand-up comedy success? Or pick one out or a couple of them. I mean, because you know, you've you've done a lot of stand-up. Yeah. You know, it's funny because uh, you know, it's really funny because I and I think I'm like a lot of people, I I really remember the bad shows. Like if you said, you know, tell me about a bad show, no problem. But when you say, tell me about a good show, they just kind of, I guess I don't remember them as much because they don't traumatize me at all. So there's been some, I mean, there's been some great shows as I was just watching some footage. I did a show in, I think it was 2018 for an organization called Psych, um, a U.S. organization. And the audience was, there were about 900 of them, psychiatrists, psych nurses, social workers, uh, MDs. And that was a great, great show and it was interesting because i was wandering around during the day you know watching their workshops and the workshops were incredibly dull like they were presented by researchers so these researchers would just basically drone on and they would have powerpoints with like you're supposed to do powerpoints they're supposed to be really sparse and there are powerpoints which is paragraphs and paragraphs of and i thought oh my god you know if this is what they're doing how am i going to fit in but they were just hungry for what i had to say and they were hungry for that human contact so yeah it was a great show i really i think it was down in uh it was down in florida i, I forget but it was great I remember you talking about that when I was taking the course. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now, what comedian inspires you the most and why? You know something? I don't, I can't really think of anyone specifically. I mean, you know, I like all the, you know, Bill Burr and Chris Rock. And I used to like Louis C.K. before uh, all that stuff that he uh, got outed for. But there wasn't like one particular comic that, really inspired me now what have you learned most about teaching comedy i know that i've heard that when you teach something you learn something more mm -hmm. even more than the students i'm just wondering what have you learned most hmm. i guess what i've learned most uh from teaching what i've learned most about comedy is how to construct a good premise and um expand that premise into hopefully something that's funny 
And of course, I've also learned, I mean, one thing I'm, I'm really good at is making other people the stars. So I, I mean, I keep getting better at that is just helping other people to find their voices and go on stage and be really funny. Yeah, and I, I noticed when I came into the course and, you know, you bring some material in and you give the input that sometimes yeah. the actual material, it doesn't look quite the same, but it's funny. Hopefully, yeah. And you're right. I mean, you know, a lot of the times people bring stuff in and it starts in one place and it ends up in a completely different place after all the brainstorming and stuff like that. Now, for anyone listening to uh, Voice Power today, do you have a special offer for them? Yeah, a couple things. So first of all, our website is smhcomedysociety.org. That's S as in Sam, M-H, comedysociety.org. If people are interested in taking the class, the class is six months long and you go from not knowing anything about stand-up to doing a debut show at the three-month mark and then a grad show, in, in this case, at Yuck Yucks. At the six-month mark, it's, it's great. It's fun. You'll learn stuff. You'll, you'll feel better about yourself. The next class starts in January. And if you go to the website, you can contact me if you want to take the class. Also, uh, here in the Lower Mainland, we are a nonprofit society. We're always looking for donations, and you can also go to the website, SMH Comedy Society, and make a donation. Well, thank you, David, and I highly recommend the course because I'm a graduate, and I do have oh. those uh, YouTube videos that uh, were- darn funny. Yeah, and it, it's just a lot, it's a lot of fun. So thank yeah. you for joining us here at Voice Power today. Thanks, Earl. Thanks for tuning in to Voice Power, the podcast that keeps you informed on how voiceovers improve your business and personal life. Earl Thomas the Voice thanks you for joining him today. Have yourself a wonderful day, and we look forward to you joining us next week.